Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers, we find our clients in different ways, and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Aligned, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Our members get live access to our podcast recording each month and exclusive access to submit questions to the Q&A portion at the end. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up. Welcome. This month, we are talking about effective communication. Mm -hmm. So that is one of the soft skills that Sarah and I both agree on are crucial to be successful at freelancing. So we're just going to kind of talk about what that looks like for us. Um, And just again, to reiterate, um, where Sarah and I come at freelancing is from two very different perspectives. Like I freelance, I would say probably 90% of my business is on the Upwork platform and Upwork is just a, um, third-party platform that has, it's basically like a job bank where I submit proposals and, um, get work that way where Sarah, um, does more word of mouth referrals and networking. And that's how she, um, gets her clients. So communication is still super important to both of us. Um, do you want to just kind of go over your, like, I think that it, let's just kind of give our communication styles with our clients. I think that's, let's start there. Yep. And I think, um, doing that intro at the beginning about like, just to remind anyone who's new, the types of work that we do are super different and the number of clients that we work with are super, is super different. And so I know that our communication strategies, although there's like best practices, no matter what. I also think that probably our communication strategies look pretty different given like who we work for and with and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I'll do kind of like my gist and then you can do yours too, but I think that context is important. So I, um, I currently, let's see right now I have, uh, three, four, I have four clients and Three of those clients are um, long-term, well, no, two of those clients are long-term clients that I've worked with for like almost five years um, and I've recurring like flat rate monthly contracts with them. Um, And one of those clients is new who I have just signed like a three-year contract with um, to work with them. And just to like remind people who are new, the type of work that I do is I'm a freelance project manager. The vast majority of my work is with researchers at universities where I manage research projects for them. And so um, that also kind of like shapes the way that I communicate with my clientele. So I think one thing is for my like clients that I've worked with for a long time, we have like pretty, we know each other super well. Um, We're actually like friends. We know about each other's like personal lives. We've worked together for such a long time that we, um, communication is, we have like established 
established communication procedures that we like always follow. Um, and with my newer client, um, we're still in the process of setting those up. And so it's all, I think the first thing I would say is like, it's about really getting to know um, your client, the way they communicate best, their preferences for communication, and um, also the project or projects that you're going to be working on for that client. And because all of those things are going to necessitate different communication methods. Um, and so the, I would say the number one thing that I rely on is all of those clients, I have a weekly check-in call with them via Zoom. And the way that I manage that check-in is that I have a stand, we have a standing agenda that I keep in a Google Doc. Um, and that's where I keep, so like if I have things that come up throughout the week, I'm adding it to that Google Doc agenda and they're doing the same thing if things come up for them. And so we don't have to be like exchanging a bunch of one-off emails or Slack messages, even though we do that too. But it, we're able to save like the big pieces that we need to discuss for that meeting and not have to like send each other a bunch of back and forth emails throughout the week. Um, and so that's like my number one thing. And I actually think in my experience, I don't come across. I, I don't come across a ton of other freelancers who use like a check in agenda um, for check in meetings. And I find it super helpful. It's like the number one thing I always tell people is like, even if you don't share it with them, just like make for each of your clients have a list of like, here are the things that I need to touch base on them, base with them on, whether it's through like a, a check-in call or whether it's just like weekly, you're sending them an update email and like being like, hey, here are the three questions I have about this project moving forward. Um, I think a lot of people, and I've totally fallen into this camp in um, like the beginning of my career is like you're sending, you're, as you're going through a project, especially in the beginning, um, you're, you have a ton of questions, which is totally normal. And so you're sending emails, asking questions. And then you're like, oh no, now I have another question. And so by the end of the day, you've sent like seven one-off emails about questions when you could have at least like wrapped them all into one email at the bare minimum. So uh, checking agendas is my, like my biggest thing that helps me keep super organized. Um, also this, like my, one of my long-term clients, she's the one that got me using Slack. And I'd never used Slack before I started working with her. And now I'm like completely addicted to Slack. I try to get everyone I work with to be on Slack as Leah knows, because when we first started working together, I was like, hey, can you join our Slack? Um, it's just, it's so awesome to be able to just like, well, A, it's not, Slack is awesome. I don't think it's revolutionary. Like anyone who can remember like IMing people back in the day, any, anyone that's young enough to remember like AOL Instant Messenger. Um, but it is super nice to be able to send people quick one-off questions and that you just need like a super fast response to. And not, I found myself with people that don't use Slack sending like subject line emails, like subject line, can we move our call by five minutes? And then you have this email in your inbox. It's just like super annoying. You have to reply to the email instead of like having Slack where you can just like ask super quick questions like that um, in real time and people are responding to them. Um, I'll probably think of other things, but like those are my two big things that I can think of right now in terms of communication. I think it's so interesting. Like our principles of communication are so similar. Like so Sarah was just talking about how she has 
a few clients. I'm sitting currently at 34 clients oh, that I communicate with <laughs> um, on at least a monthly basis. I don't talk to them every week, but I still have a check-in process with them every single month. Um, so this summer has been super challenging because I don't want any like projects to get dumped on my lap, like while I'm traveling, because I feel like I've had two vacations a month all summer. Um, and so I've had to be really good about making sure that I communicate and getting that check-in with all of those clients. So my messaging has been a little out of control. Um, but I totally agree. Like I'm usually on the back end of that when clients are getting me, um, a million and two things a day. And they send me so many one-off emails that when I'm trying to, when I'm in their work time, trying to piece it together, it, it turns into a nightmare for me because I'm now sifting through all of their emails. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is set boundaries with my communication with my clients. Um, once I started doing that, that's freed up a lot of my brain space and, They've even come back to me to say like, hey, this communication style is really helpful. And now I'm implementing it in other aspects of my business as well. So that's kind of cool that I, you know, kind of help them establish those processes as well. But at the end of the day, communication is just super important to me and I don't want anything to fall through the cracks. So, um, so for my clients that I talk to on a monthly basis, they will get a message in the middle of the month. I have enough project deadlines that happen at the end of the month that trickle into the beginning that I want to reach out to them between the 15th and 20th of the month to say like, Hey, what's coming up for the next month? Just checking in, you know, whatever, wherever we're at. But I also take the responsibility of tracking my communication. So if I'm only touching base with them once a month, I know what I reached out to them last month. And I have a Google Doc that I have sh- like created for each of my clients that if it's, if it's an email, if it's a phone call, whatever it is, I paste it right in that Google Doc so I don't have to, again, go sift through my emails to follow up with them. Um, so then I can keep track there. And then if they do respond, you know, I can put notes and stuff right in that Google doc. It allows me to keep everything in line and a paper trail of what we talked about months prior. Um, so the client, so that's what I do for the clients that I just work with on a monthly basis, because that also allows me to figure out my bandwidth for the following month. If I need to go find a new client, if I need to, you know, decide if I'm going to work some crazy hours because they all have projects coming up. You know, it it gives me a little bit of a heads up in that respect too. Um, So for the clients that I work with on a weekly basis, I touch base with them every Friday. That is my touch point for them. Um, It allows me to kind of go off the grid for the weekend and not feel pressure to respond because I left them with a closing response. Um, And then I just, they just, know that I'm not working weekends. So that is super helpful too. Um, but again, I take the communication and set those boundaries up for them. That allows me to, um, kind of be in control of the situation. Not that I, not that it is a control issue, but if you're asked, like when I'm working with the 34 clients that I have, if they're all trained in my communication style or most of them, it makes my life a lot easier than adapting to 34 different people's way of communicating. Yeah, I love that. I think that one of the things that we always say is that to just like have a conversation about communication styles up front. Um, Yeah. 
because everyone communicates differently. And there are, I mean, I'm not going to be like, there are no wrong ways because there absolutely are wrong ways. But I do think like, it's always going to be like a tricky, um, it's always going to be like a balancing act to, to like adapt to their communication styles and to push them to like do things. If they're, if their communication styles are bad, or communication methods are bad, then you're also like to a certain extent pushing them to do something different. Um, and so I think that that's, I mean, I cannot imagine keeping track of 34 clients. It makes my head yeah. hurt. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, the other, I think the other things that I would say about communication are, um, if there are like specific <clears throat> tools or apps that you like, besides like, obviously I like love Slack. Another thing that I find super, two email things that I find super helpful. Um, and also like, just for everyone to know, like if we reference things like this, that if there ever is an affiliate link, we'll be 100% upfront about that. But like, as of right now, none of these are like affiliate links. These are just like things that we actually really love. Um, so the two email things that I've used that I love are I use a pro I use an email app called Shift right now, and what it does is I have let me just see I have one two three four five six I have eight email accounts at the moment, um, and it helps. What it does is it puts your it, you can do it with Google or Outlook, but all minor Gmail accounts. It puts your Gmail accounts um, down the side. And then across the top, you can toggle back and forth between email, calendar, and drive. And so at any given moment, I can be in my personal uh, Gmail account and looking at any of like my personal calendar, my personal email, or I can switch to my business or one of my client emails or anything like that. And so that, before shift, I had... I would like my, my home, my home pages on my browser were just like 15 tabs of Google accounts. And it became very tricky to, to, to toggle back and forth and remember which was connected to which between the sheets and the calendar and the email. So that's my first one. The second one I don't personally use, but a client of mine has used it with um, some, uh, with one of her assistants and it's called sorted s-o-r-t-d and it's an email um program that it's super helpful for like a personal assistant or a va type of situation or an email account where there's multiple people in the same account like our hello at freelancers aligned um email address like we have three different people in that account at every at any given time and so what it does is you can sort and flag emails that come in and put notes on them for other people. You can like at mention people, you can um, put action items based on the email and assign it to people. You can mark things like um, by different categories, you can pull things into different folders and it kind of works like, um, like the functionality looks kind of like Trello. Like you can pull them into different, like caught like different stacks of little cards and stuff like that. Um, So those are the two email things that I really love. Okay. I have never heard of the first one you mentioned. That's crazy. Like, I feel like I need to like, okay, we need to be done with this call right now. Cause I That's have right. to go figure this Get out. It. It's, <laughs> it's not, 
it's not crazy expensive. It's like a hundred dollars a year. And it's so it's yeah. Shift S H I F T. Um, but they will, they did like get me in the beginning because they were like, oh, it's only $30. And I was like, this is amazing. And then like the actual version that you need is a hundred. So, but it's not crazy expensive, but no, it's really good. I could not live without it. So now I know Sarah's hidden secrets because when we're on calls, she can like hop from place to place. And she like, is this index, like this Rolodex of like Google Docs. And I know that they're in different email and Gmail full or in Google drives. Oh my gosh. Like you just let this, you just let your secret out. I was I thinking did. like also, you were the human Rolodex. It's true. And before you switch to yours, we should just talk about the Google Docs real quick, because that is my other like biggest, the, when I, I function almost exclusively in Google Docs, sheets, slides, all of that stuff. And because communication wise, it's the best platform I found for live document. Like you can be in the same document typing at the same time. It is always the current version. I've, I have clients that use all kinds of other document sharing systems and there's always version issues where it's like, oh no, I was working in this version, but I downloaded that one. And like, here's this other one and sending documents back and forth via email. So that's the other, I would say that's my third thing that like, I cannot live without. I love the Google sweet all of those things are must-haves yes but yes oh. and Leah knows because I'm there's like 1,000 Google Docs all the time I always joke with her I'm like okay I need a Google sheet that in indexes all of our Google Docs you're not um, the honestly almost every single one of my clients says that when we first start working together they're <laughs> like can we just and I make it for them I'm like here's a table of contents of all the Google Docs yep 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 Um, I love it. So for me, um, I had a long time where clients were wanting to text me. They wanted to email me. They wanted to all of the different things. And I'm like, at first I didn't know any better. So I was like, yeah, sure. Oh boy. Um, then I started searching. I know I got this message somewhere. Have you ever been there? Like, I know I got that message, but did it come through as an email? Did it come through as a voicemail? Did it come through as a text message? And that was out of control. Ridiculous. Um, so now I give clients, like I say, you can email me, you can Slack me, or we can use Voxer, your choice. So, um, we haven't talked about Voxer yet. I'll get to that in just a second, but what I, like iterate with them is you have to pick one. Like we're not going to, like, we're not going to go back and forth on so many different things. And I just kind of give them a little bit of a story of you're paying me to be efficient and I'm not efficient. No one can be efficient when they're looking and sifting through all of these different communication tools. Um, so once they kind of understand that, um, then they're fine. But, um, Voxer is a walkie talkie app that has saved my life. I, I'm constantly on the computer all day long. And it, it, sometimes I just need to get off. Um, I love to be able to send voice messages so I don't have to type out messages. You can share images, you can share document links, you can share like typed out messages, all of those different things. And you can get it on your phone. You can turn notifications off. You can, you know, all of those different things. Um, 
And it's just been a really great tool for me to use with clients. Um, there is a free version and then there's a paid version. I think it's like two or three 99 a month. Don't quote me on that price, but, um, super reasonably priced as well. Um, that way I don't feel like I have to hop on the call on a call with all of my clients all the time. If we're on Voxer, like I can get my point across in a message or, and what you can even do is you can record audio messages in Boxer and that you can share that as a link to them. Um, so I can share audio messages. If I just need to get my, like some clients, I work with a lot, a lot of non-techie clients, um, who just don't get it. Like they need me to explain it. And I could write a 10 page email and they would probably get it by the end of that or I could send them a five minute Voxer message and they're going to get it a lot quicker. So that's just something that I really like as well. That, that verbal communication is how I get that across without having so many calls every week. Yeah. I love that. You know, that I, um, I do not use Voxer. I probably will eventually, but, um, so many people tell me about it that it's awesome. And I'm a soupy soupy. I'm a super lazy text texter and so like people a lot of people that communicate with me over text I'm like I'm just gonna send you an email like it's too many things to put in a text message so like Voxer actually might be really good for me because I have I just can't do the long the long form text messaging yeah um yeah and when we get into our Q&A portion we actually have a couple of questions about um how to get people to adopt commute best like best practices of communication when they're not there um in a client relationship so stay tuned for that if you are one of our members um in the q a portion of the podcast in just a little bit um there was something else that i was going to say as you were saying that about voxer that i can't remember now but maybe it'll come back to me okay what else um communication is just important like if you don't have good communication, um, that is going to, it's going to hurt you in business in some way, shape or form, whether you're going to lose a client over it, whether you're going to get a bad review over it, whether you're going to, you know, get an explosive client who's just frustrated with you that could have been completely avoided if better communication was in place. Totally. And I remember there was two things I was going to say. One is about, and they're connected. So when you're talking about notifications, turning your notifications on or off. And um, one of the, I was going to say about um, boundaries, boundaries with your clients, with communication. So I know, and I think this is different for everyone. This is a place where I don't think there is a, a right or a wrong answer. Like if you run your business in a way where you love being on 24 seven and like always being there for your clients, then like that's totally fine. That is not the way I run my business. Um, I draw pretty hard. And I like, to be fair, uh, like all of my long-term clients also have pretty hard boundaries around their like work and personal lives. And so they are like 100% on board with me drawing those same boundaries around my life Um, and actually encourage me to do it sometimes in instances where I don't. Um, But I think that at least for me, um, I make sure that for all of those like platforms that I use that I have like preset times when my notifications are on or off. So for Slack in particular, 
before I figured that out, I was getting like Slack messages at like 10 PM. Um, and it's just when you're when you're super type A, it's really hard to see a Slack message about like a question that is like not very hard for you to answer and not answer it. Um, and so I learned quickly to be able to turn off my notifications. Um, I actually turn off my notifications for everything starting at like 5 p.m. So not just um, Slack, but like my email. I don't have actually, I have my email on my phone, but I don't turn on any of the notifications on my phone. And I also don't turn on any of the social media notifications on my phone because I was getting super caught up in like seeing all of the, like this person like this and this person did this. And I got, it turned into a big rabbit hole. So I would say like person, like I would say like figure out what you want your boundaries to be first of all, because it's not one size fits all. And then like use your communication tools accordingly. Um, through notifications, through like something I do with social media is I, um, I turn off all those notifications on my phone, but I have my, um, like my Instagram, uh, I am page DM page. I am DM page on when that pops up on my browser. So the first thing that I open my browser in the morning that's like the first thing that pops up. So if I did get any messages, I can instantly like see them and respond to them, but I'm not getting caught up in doing that all day long or all night long on my phone. What about you? Sometimes I have my phone on silent. Like my kids sometimes get a little frustrated. Like you didn't answer me. I like literally called you right back. (laughs) Um, So those are the only time, you know, that that causes any issues, but otherwise I'm getting notifications all day long and you have to put boundaries in your on yourself like totally it just drains you otherwise yep I also took I used to have my phone number on my email signature I took that off yeah um yeah so there are no um like my my like long-term steady clients all have my phone number but like I do not put that out into the world so Um, all right. Oh, sorry. There was one more thing I was going to say early in my career. I got my hand slapped a couple of times, rightfully so by a couple, by my boss at the time because of my tone in email. And so that's something else that I just wanted to bring up real quick and see if you have thoughts on Leah. So, um, there there were everyone is going to have frustrating situations with clients always whether you love your that client or hate that client you're it's just inevitably going to happen and so um I have had to really intentionally develop a practice of if I get an email that is frustrating I do not respond to it right away um and I like literally have to like I will write it sometimes I will write it and like leave it in my draft folder and then like go back later that day or the next day, reread it and then send it. But I do not send emails right away when I'm feeling frustrated or angry or Slack messages. Um, that's why drafts are really good for all of those things. And um, I, the best piece of advice I got from my boss at the time was smile <laughs> while you're writing the email. So if you're writing an email that you are super frustrated (laughs) about and 
you're like smile is one of them but then like still like don't send it right away maybe have someone else read it for you before you send it if you're super angry or frustrated but like literally smiling while you write the email like actually changes the tone of how you're writing your email or your slack message or whatever i could totally see that Mm -hmm. yep so here's a fun story on communication with me so i am very a very direct person and so i'm not gonna put the good morning, like, da, 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 like, or good afternoon, or, Hey, it's been a while, you know, how's life? I just, I'm here to do a job for clients and mm-hmm. I'm straight to the point. And I've had a couple of clients call me out and they're like, I I'd like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad you would like that. I will do my best to incorporate that in our messaging. So now I kind of like let them know, but then if they, if I get that from them, that they are that like small, I'm going to call it small talk in every email. Like then on my like next call with them, I'll just tell them like, Hey, this is not my personality. I will do the best that I can. Um, but just know that I'm never, you know, being snarky. I'm never being rude or never ill-intended if I don't respond like that. Um, I just need to get you the information and stay focused on what I'm working on. Um, so that just, again, communicating that, that I am not that person, um, but that I will try to be that person. Um, I just think is, yeah, it's just something communication quirks, communication styles, whatever you want to call them. I think it's good. I think it's like we said in the beginning, I think it's good to just be upfront about your communication style and like they're there are no, there's no wrong style of communication. There are like methods that are better than others. Um, but there's like no wrong style. So you just need to be upfront about like, here's who I am. Here's how I operate. And like, ultimately I think too, like that's a place where like one of the other things that we always say is that like, there's plenty of work to go around and like everyone does their work differently. So like, it also may mean like your style, it's not a, it's the difference between like you executing the actual work. And then like, maybe your style just doesn't mesh with someone else's style. And like, that's fine. Um, maybe there's like a different person that does the same thing you do that might be better fit for that person. Cause ultimately you're not going to, you're not, neither of you are going to have like a happy, fulfilling (laughs) work relationship. If, um, one person wants to like always be super connected and have a bunch of small talk and the other person's like, yeah, can we just like get to the point? So, you know, for what that's worth. Yep. All right. And no, okay. So, um, we're going to wrap up this episode of the freelance revolution podcast. Um, make sure to follow us on wherever you get your podcast make sure to um, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, It helps our podcast become more visible and please share it with your friends. I think that we are super passionate about helping other people live the freelance lifestyle, do independent work on their own terms. And um, the more people that we can help do that, the better. And that's why we're putting this um, content out there into the world. And we're going to switch over right now to our um, live Q&A portion of um, this podcast. And that portion is um, exclusive to our members. Um, Our membership is free. um, And 
I feel like we need a little bell. That's right. That's right. I'll think of a sound effect to put in there. Um, Our membership is free and um, you can, like we said in the, at the top of the show, you can find it at um, freelancersaligned.com. Go there, sign up, join. We do these live Q&A calls once a month. You can submit questions ahead of time. You can come live and, and ask questions in the chat. Um, but it's a free resource for um, freelancers, um, consultants, solopreneurs to come together, support each other, and um, get the information they need to do their best work and live their best life. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Revolution podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to check out our free community for freelancers, consultants, and solopreneurs called Freelancers Aligned. Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up. Here are just a few of the things that you get with your free membership. You'll get all of our best resources, strategies, tips, and tools for living the freelance lifestyle. You'll get exclusive access to our monthly live Q&A where you can submit questions that we'll answer live just for you. You'll get a subscription to the Freelance Insider where you'll get tricks of the trade, member-only resources, and curated content from other experts. You'll also get access to the member forum where you can network and connect and ask advice from other solopreneurs who actually understand what you do and are going through the exact same things you are. Did I mention it's free? Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up today.